0: sitting here for the last 45 minutes or so typing out a couple of topics that I will either record with or make a blog blog posts from them or some combination of both or neither I don't know but I'm just sitting here like okay so I have these topics they're all queued up I'm ready to like present something this recording is straightforward, clear, practical. You know, bringing the esoteric into the into the mundane, <laughs> although those things are not different or separate. <laughs> I mean, like, bees, I need that tattooed on my butt. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's my motto. Um, but no, I was literally about to sit down to record this, and another topic just flew in and downloaded. So I gotta do it. I gotta go with it. If it's awkward, then so be it. Um, Again, this podcast in its current iteration is for practice, I'm a student, I will always be a student, but there will be a point where I am able to step into more of a role of I guess professional for lack of a better word (laughs) and so I would say at this point I wouldn't consider myself a professional healer or whatever title um even though like I'm in the process of becoming that and maybe to someone else that sounds like oh you've got um imposter syndrome, or you're diminishing yourself, or bleep, 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 bleep. No, this is pure authenticity. Just getting out of my own way, getting out of my head, out of my ego identities, and just stating what is in my experience, my direct experience. So whether someone disagrees or agrees, it doesn't matter. I am just purely here in this moment, sharing from that and only that, or really wanting to, <laughs> whether that's the result or not, who knows. Anyway, the topic is enough preamble, right? Uh, I guess it's about relationships, having a loving relationship, which I've talked about before a little bit, but I want to talk about how more directly, how having a loving reciprocal relationship with nature, with life, with spirit is really the only foundation it's the only foundation for someone for an individual who really desires to be on on an authentic spiritual life path because if this path is approached from our usual mindset that we've been conditioned with since birth which is about doing which is about to-do lists, which is about succeeding, which is about acquiring, which is about winning, which is about standing out, um, then if we come at it from that mindset, we we can't. And I'm just going to make a stand here and stand with this, whether anyone agrees with it or not. We cannot have or experience a direct, authentic, spiritual path where we're having direct experiences, not what someone else tells us, not someone else's experiences, not someone else's recipes for how to have a direct spiritual relationship and a direct spiritual experience, but rather completely authentically guided and unfolding in the moment in in a truly authentic way. If we come at it from the, the usual Western mindset, or whatever you want to call it—capitalist, industrialist, patriarchal, hierarchical—whatever, whatever buzzword you want to inject into there. I just maybe just modern. Um, if we come at it from there, it's just going to be another job to do, and to succeed at, and to get things from, without a genuine desire for healthy relationships, healthy connection, and a reciprocal relationship with nature, with spirit, with life. Without that, it just stays in the same stuff, the same paradigm that so many people in the spiritual marketplace are, are claiming that they, they want to let go of and do away with and be the change and everything. Without this foundational piece, in place and and endlessly for life tending to it nurturing it like you would a garden kind of cheesy but really effective imagery there without that uh it's just not a real thing and not only is it not a real thing it's still a very destructive thing it's destructive to the individual it's destructive to those around the individual it's destructive to the nature that they are not separate from, that they are living within as a part of. (laughs) So basically, let me break it down a little bit. Some years ago, when I was really (sighs) hurt by the care I was receiving in my recovery recovery from my brain injury recovering from what i was it was slowly dawning on me was a history of complex trauma all the things that i've talked about before it 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 hurt so much that the people that i was going to to get help were unable and or unwilling to help me So, like so many people in this late stage capitalist collapse, I went looking for alternative resources to support myself. I just didn't want to suffer anymore. I'd suffered my whole life, I'd survived my attempt to to end my suffering in a, a not at all graceful or healthy attempt to end my suffering but it was my choice and it was what made sense at the time. And I became more and more aware that I couldn't keep going back to those same resources for help. I was continuing these cycles of going back to people in places that couldn't ever help me. So like everyone who goes seeking healing, I don't care where or how they do it, they go looking to end their suffering in some way. I wound up in what was the most prominent mainstream and accessible marketplace that was set up as an alternative to the clinical medical industry that I had been going to over and over again to get some relief. Not an either-or thing. I always just want to put a little asterisk in here. There's really wonderful support to be found in the Western medical clinical system. It's not an either-or thing. But for myself and in my experience with my unique set of circumstances and my individual lifetime of experience, I was unable to find relief there. That might not be the case for everyone. It was for me. So I wound up really starting off, like most people, with that first exit that you find on the highway of healing. Like let's say you're driving along this highway and the first off-ramp exit is the new age self-help and alternative holistic health industry and you're like oh yeah that's gonna do the trick because it is presenting itself to be so different from the cycles that i have been stuck in my whole life and i'm ready for change so i I swerved off the highway i went on onto that off-ramp and so I was perusing, I was like slowly driving down the market street, the main street, right? Look at all these stores and all these products being offered. And there's that office and that clinic. And 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 I was just doing the, the, the tasting menu. A little bit from here, a little bit from there, a little bit from this and that, and sort of DIYing like a blend of it in an effort to, help myself. And pretty quickly I realized um, that, one, this wasn't going to go as deep as I needed it to to address the depth of the roots of my own wounding and my own um, imbalance or disharmony. But there was good stuff there and I was like, there's got to be more to this. I'm I'm at the surface level of things and it's calling me to go deeper, so I did. But for a while, I had my healing and recovery, like many people would, as a Western mindset of here is this to-do list that I need to check off all of these items and complete them and set them in order, and then I will have reached a goal and while it's not always the case and also over the last several years it's gotten i think less really since the whole trend of divine feminine and flow has become more prominent in this industry um it's less and less about this young make it happen get her get her done but like it still winds up being that paradigm which i've talked about before but anyway um but my point is i came at it came at my healing like i have been conditioned to come at everything in my life like most of us have been conditioned and trained through school through politics through religion through community to treat everything in life as a, if you can dream it you can do it so get her done which isn't to suggest as always that there isn't a time and a place for that kind of a thing however we overshoot the mark and we usually while we're overshooting the mark are not aware that we're overshooting the mark we're so immersed that what some people call cognitive dissonance and cognitive bias takes hold, and you can't see your imbalance when you're in the imbalance. That's reality, that's the the consciousness you're in, whatever, that's the experiences you're having back and forth with life, and that's reality. Um, but I was becoming more and more aware, thankfully, and it's something that I'm so deeply grateful for over and over again that I was becoming aware that this was more of the same thinking to solve the problem, my problem of needing healing, that was used all those years to create the problem, the need for healing within myself. Um, And so I've realized as the years have gone on, as I've continued on this path, that anyone, any individual when they get on that highway of healing, whether they're exploring strictly spiritual resources, whether they're exploring the holistic resources where there's a blending of spiritual, physical, emotional, and psychological, whatever. If we remain in that mindset, the Western modern mindset of this is a to-do list that I have to check things off from to reach a goal, we absolutely will not ever experience an authentic spiritual path which is a life path which is aligned with and within nature nature being who you are who you are a part of you are not separate and the biggest difference the most foundational difference that i referenced at the beginning of this recording before i started my rambling is about relationships healthy connected, reciprocal relationships. To go from the modern or Western mindset of this is a to-do list to reach my goals and get what I want versus this is a living, breathing, real, direct experience of a healthy, connected relationship that I am a part of. I'm not in charge of it. I'm not at the top of it. I'm not conquering it. I am simply in this circular flow of life and spirit. The biggest difference between those two ways of being and those two ways of being that then inform doing, taking action, and relating is about love, loving relationships. If we don't have a loving relationship with something, it will just be an item on our to do list to check off. And the thing about to do lists, especially as a modern person where everything is a to do list and pretty much everyone is burnt out to some degree or another, is it's not sustainable. You can have every intention for willpower, for discipline, for commitment to get on that highway and run that race of healing, of recovery. And this isn't to suggest that discipline and commitment are not a part of it. Absolutely, they are. But when it's the Western or modern mindset of, this is my to-do list and I need to get this done so that I don't suffer anymore and that I, I get all the things that I've always wanted, all the things I've dreamed about, finally there's a way for me to achieve those goals and get what I want. If it just stays that, it is not sustainable and people don't have the executive function endurance, the physical endurance the neurobiological the, the neurotransmitter endurance it just it's going to fizzle out willpower by itself is usually not a real thing it fizzles out what has to be there is a foundation of loving relating reciprocal back and forth giving and receiving, which is a really long wordy way of saying devotion. None of us will tend to and nurture a relationship unless it's based in devotion. It will just be another item on a to-do list. And that cannot be sustainable. It won't be sustainable. An example of this is when we open up our news apps and we see what could be termed agitator activism. People screaming and shouting, understandably so, organizing in in, in really agitator ways, like screaming and scaring and, and passionate and... and But warning us about the dangers of, for example, ecological collapse, overshoot, climate change, that kind of a thing. And they're screaming at us, you're all going to die. And that's true. They're right. They're right. But they are going to burn out. And maybe for them, their burnout is an essential part of their What they feel is their purpose or calling in life. And maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they incarnated in this lifetime to burn out and martyr themselves for a cause greater for them. That's very possible. I don't think that has to be the case. But again, it's not up to me. And it is not based on my opinion. But they're going to burn out. And the people who are engaging with them are quickly going to burn out. And they will quickly fall into shame spirals, not the good kind of shame. This is a really interesting topic I I read about recently, again from Jamie Wheel, who I stan. I stan him. He is so hot. But, But anyway, he was talking about the place of healthy shame and the examples that we have of what healthy shame can look like in older cultures, indigenous cultures um of of that is as, as a healthy tool but anyway total aside if that sparks interest for someone go for it like check it out it's pretty cool it's triggering but it's cool <laughs> um but we will spiral into the kind of shame that is paralyzing and causes a lot of resentment if we are told and we are telling ourselves over and over again that you're trash, you're not helping, you're making things worse, here is this list of things that you must do. And if you do not do these things, you are trash. If you are being told this and you are telling yourself this, you will burn out and in that you will pretty much, this is not always the case, but it's, it's very, very common. You will put that thing aside and go back to living the way that you were before. In denial, delusion, seeking comfort, seeking coping skills, seeking solutions for things that don't actually have solutions. The burnout is real. The only way that anyone can show up as being the change is when it is not a to-do list. The only way people will consistently for life show up to avoid buying plastic and, and, and doing all the things that we're not supposed to do anymore because of the destructive effects that it has on our planet is if it's based in devotion. If it's based in a real lived experience of, I don't want my plastic soda can holder six-pack I don't know what it's called holder (laughs) I don't want it winding up in the ocean and strangling a turtle I love turtles man I had a turtle when I was a kid that turtle was my best friend and we had so much fun together thinking about that my piece of plastic that I just used could wind up in the ocean strangling one of my friends oh holy crap I can't do that So then it's no longer a chore. It might be inconvenient, it might not even be affordable or accessible for many people, but it becomes your state of being. It's not about what you're doing, it's who you're being at that point. And when you're being true to yourself, authentic to your state of being, which is devotion and reciprocity in that relationship, you don't even really think twice about making different choices. You just do it because you love that thing that you want to help. You are passionately in love with or calmly caring for the whole spectrum of devotion. It comes in so many different forms and so many different moments of life. It doesn't have to be an obsessive thing, but it's there, it's your state of inner being. Without that, Everything in life remains the Western, modern, to-do list. That is not sustainable. No one really can stick with it unless they're like... There are a lot of people who um, can really hammer out a lifetime of nothing but sheer force of will. Those people tend to be resentful, hurt, angry, And incredibly selfish because that's what it's gonna that's what it's gonna cultivate within someone over time we are not wired to be that way all the time for life we are wired to be in relationship with nature with each other with life and with spirit it's already there it isn't something to create or cultivate it's already hardwired in there you don't have to do anything to find it again but what you do have to do what I have to do is intentionally cultivate and tend that garden within myself out of devotion to keep these relationships always living and breathing and changing and expanding and contracting and flowing in the moment without that i can't heal i'll burn out and and abandon it without that devotion and love and relationship, the real experience of relationship is just not going to happen. So anyway, I guess that's the point that was coming through today. As always, thank you for listening if you did. And I hope that it brought some sort of insight in some kind of way. Cool. Thanks.